Now on Netflix. Inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This week on Hometown Ghost Stories, Nebraska's capital city has a dark side. Strange things happen at the Capitol building following the shocking deaths of several people over the years. Haunted theaters and university buildings are just a few examples of what makes Lincoln one of the Midwest's most haunted cities. This is Hometown Ghost Stories, the ghosts of Lincoln, Nebraska. Hometown Ghost Stories contains serious and often distressing events and is not intended for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The Temple Theater, Lincoln, Nebraska, 1986. Carol worked on the production crew at the Temple Theater and was recently promoted to assistant production manager. It was a pretty big achievement for a 19-year-old with only two years of industry experience. Technically, it was a promotion as far as the title and the pay, but it was effectively a demotion. She had been a crew leader and had a team of people under her before. But now, she was assistant to the manager, so she went from telling people what to do to being told what to do. So tonight, rather than delegating tasks to her crew, she was instructed by Ellen, her new manager, to assist some of the other crew members in helping with the props for the evening's performance of Into the Woods, a Brothers Grimm musical. One of the props needed was a creepy doll that was supposed to look like it was stitched together using parts from other dolls. Carol met up with the other crew members assigned to the task at the base of the stairs to the attic. The two crew members were Mike and Alice, two new kids just out of high school. They stood there looking blankly at Carol. There's a bunch of dolls in the attic, Carol said, motioning to the stairs. We can cut a bunch of them up and Frankenstein a new one together using the parts, she added. Alice spoke up. Can you bring them down and we can do it down here? She asked nervously. Carol rolled her eyes. She had heard the rumors about the attic being haunted, but had been up there hundreds of times and hadn't experienced any such thing. It'll make too much of a mess down here. Don't be such a baby. 
The trio ascended the creaky old stairs and walked into the attic. Carol chuckled to herself because it really was a creepy-looking place. Dozens of racks with old costumes and mannequins draped in sheets that looked like classic old ghosts looming ominously all across the dusty room. Carol pulled the crate of dolls out from beneath a bench and began tossing them to Alice and Mike. Start chopping, she called out to them. The team began dismantling all the dolls. In no time at all, the floor was covered with tiny arms, legs, heads, and hands. Mike held up the final product, and it was absolutely terrifying. Perfect, chirped Carol. The three crew members went back down the attic stairs, leaving the floor scattered with disembodied doll limbs. Alice breathed a sigh of relief, and Carol thought, not so fast. Mike, can you bring the new doll to Ellen? Alice, we can't leave that mess up there. Go ahead and clean it up. Carol snickered to herself as she watched the color drain from Alice's face. Just then, Ellen walked around the corner. Mike, Alice, the woman barked. Go help the set crew with the trees for the forest. Carol, you can take care of cleaning the mess in the attic. Carol blew out a breath of frustration as she trudged back up the attic stairs. Some promotion, she muttered under her breath. As she ascended the attic stairs, she thought she felt the air grow cold. For the first time, she had a bad feeling about the attic. As she pushed open the attic door, the feeling of unease was replaced with terror. All of the scattered body parts from the dolls had somehow reassembled themselves except for the missing limbs. There they all sat, some missing an arm, some missing a leg, one missing a head. Nine creepy dolls sat looking at her, and Carol let out a scream. I'm Dave Wilkins, and this is Hometown Ghost Stories, Lincoln, Nebraska. Nebraska's capital city of Lincoln was founded in 1856 as the village of Lancaster and became the county seat of the newly created Lancaster County in 1859. After the assassination of President Abraham Lincoln, the name of the city was changed to Lincoln in his honor. The state of Nebraska has had three capital buildings, all of which in the capital city of Lincoln. The first was built in 1867, but the limestone used to build the structure immediately began to deteriorate. The second building was built in 1888, but only lasted a few decades before experiencing structural issues. The third and current building stands as an impressive structure, boasting a 12-story tower crowned with a dome. Renowned architect Bertram Goodhue, recognized globally for his work, designed this remarkable structure, which required a decade for its completion. The construction concluded in 1932 with a total cost of $10 million, a substantial sum for that era. There's speculation that the building may have been built on land regarded as sacred by Native Americans who inhabited the region. For that reason, along with a string of tragic accidents, many believe this building to be haunted. During the time of the construction of the building, Nebraska inmates were employed for cheap labor to help construct the building and also to maintain it after its completion. In the years after it was built, a team of inmates were hired to hang Christmas lights on the 112-foot-high dome. During this process, one inmate suffered a massive heart attack and fell to his death. 
A few years later, another workman who was changing a light bulb at the top of the dome slipped and fell to his death. Since then, and to this day, when people ascend the winding staircase, halfway up, they witness a misty figure free-falling down to the first floor, but disappearing before hitting the ground. One structural flaw of this building was having safety rails on the spiral staircase that were too short. The spiral stairs led all the way to the top of the 12th floor to the dome and was the cause of two tragic deaths. In the 1950s, a man, while exploring the building, began climbing the spiral staircase that guided the way to the dome. As he ascended, he experienced a wave of dizziness, possibly induced by the height, prompting him to peer over the railing and attempt to take in the view below. Unfortunately, this decision proved tragic as he lost his balance and toppled over the short railing, met with a fatal descent to the floor beneath. Despite grappling with a significant fear of heights, a female worker climbed the narrow staircase leading to the 12th floor to retrieve supplies from the storage area. Remaining true to her determination, she inadvertently glanced downward and was overcome with a wave of dizziness and lost her balance, plummeting over the short railing to her death. People have claimed to see the apparition of the woman who fell to her death at the top of the stairway, and other witnesses have all claimed to have seen a misty black mass on various stairways throughout the building. In addition to these sightings, witnesses have claimed to hear the disembodied sounds of people screaming and crying. Specifically, people have noted the sound of a man crying from inside the walls of the elevator shaft while riding to the top. The basement of the Capitol building sits in the footprint of the original building and was said to be dug into sacred native land. A psychic medium once visited the basement of the Capitol building and sensed the presence of a Native American spirit while down there. Some believe the spirit to be angry over the desecration of the land and may be the cause of the deaths in the building over the years. The C.C. White Building, otherwise known as Whitehall, is a historic house in Lincoln. It was built in 1910 for Olive White, whose late husband, C.C. White, had served as a trustee of the Nebraska Wesleyan University. The building was part of the university campus and was used to house the Conservatory of Music and the Music Department. The building is said to be haunted by the ghost of a woman named Clara Mills. Here's the story. It was a chilly October morning in 1963. At 8.50 a.m., Colleen Buterbaugh, a secretary to Dr. Sam Dahl, was sent to search for a guest lecturer who was late to a meeting for an event later that morning. As Colleen walked down the familiar corridor, nothing seemed to be out of the ordinary, just the normal sounds of students in the halls between classes. But that changed when she entered the office suite at the north end of the building. She found the room completely empty with all the windows open, a brisk breeze invading the vacant room. She was just a few steps inside the room when she felt the unmistakable feeling of being watched. There was a sudden odor of something musty and stale that permeated the air despite the open windows and the breeze. That's when she saw it. The figure of a woman standing at a cabinet with her back facing her. She was reaching up into one of the drawers. Then, Colleen felt the presence of a man sitting at the desk to her left. But as she turned around, there was no one there, just an open window. Colleen noticed that through the window, the scenery seems to be that of many years ago. 
There were no streets. Willard's sorority that stands just across from the campus was not there. Nothing outside was modern. Colleen was frightened and left the room. She ran to Dr. Dahl and told him what had happened. To her surprise, he took her seriously, despite the nature of her experience. He reached out to Dr. Glenn Callan, one of his colleagues who was familiar with the history of the building, and without revealing the details of his secretary's experience, asked if he knew anyone who might fit the description of the woman Colleen saw. He had described the shadowy figure as being a tall, young, slender woman with black hair. She wore a long-sleeved white blouse and an ankle-length skirt. She had not seen the woman's entire face. Dr. Callan remembered knowing a Nebraska Wesleyan professor who might fit Dahl's description. Her name was Clara Mills. Clara Mills taught at Nebraska Wesleyan after receiving a Bachelor of Music degree from the American Conservatory of Music in Chicago. She taught piano, music theory, and history of music for 28 years at Nebraska Wesleyan until April 12, 1940. On that day, she was found dead in her office, apparently the victim of a heart attack, but the people who found her body believed she died of fright. The Temple Building was first constructed as a theater in the Student Activity Center in 1906. While still used today by the University of Nebraska's Lincoln Theater Department, the building has had a notable history of paranormal rumors. In the last few decades, there have been numerous reports of odd happenings, such as the sound of chairs being thrown, phantom applause, shadows darting around, props getting cleaned up in the attic, and voices heard when no logical source is present. There are many suspected reasons for the hauntings, including three known deaths in the building. The first was in 1906 when the construction of the building was first underway. A young carpenter and recently enrolled drama student at UNL fell to his death from the building's rafters, four stories above the ground. Shortly after the young man's funeral, strange incidents began being reported. Tools mysteriously disappeared, and other carpenters heard a young man's voice screaming. More than 100 years after the accident, unexplained noises, including spontaneous music, are still being reported. In the 1940s, a dramatic arts production student working on the production of Macbeth fell from the overhead rigging in the main theater and died from his injuries. The third death was the theater department chairman, Dallas Williams, who was known to punctuate his teachings with subtle gestures such as slamming books and throwing chairs. All three of these men are believed to haunt the building. Whenever the presentation of Macbeth is in production and performed on stage, a male entity's clear apparition is seen near the stage by witnesses. And an apparition, described as a shadowy figure, has been seen going about his business, standing in a locked booth, inaccessible to anyone still breathing. Students believe the ghost of Dallas Williams has been heard throwing chairs in classrooms, and the sound of somebody walking across a balcony has been heard despite the balcony being empty. It's also believed that the ghost of a young girl haunts the attic, although there's no known origin to her haunting. In the 1980s, a strange, unexplainable thumping was heard coming from the temple building attic when no one alive was up in the area. On one occasion, a doll was needed for a play. Members of the crew were sent to the attic to dismember all the dolls and create a new doll out of the parts. They did so, leaving the remaining body parts scattered all over the floor. When they returned later to clean up the mess, they discovered, to their shock, 
Something had organized the parts of each doll so that each part was where it belonged. There's a dark side to Nebraska's capital city. Strange things happen in all corners as the past intermingles with the present. Mysterious historical events have led to countless hauntings that defy all mortal understanding, suggesting that the city of Lincoln may be one of the most haunted in the Midwest. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Hometown Ghost Stories, episode number 105, covering Lincoln, Nebraska. I'm Jesse Wilkins. I'm joined by Rob Coakley. Hello, Rob. If there's one thing that I learned from this particular episode, it's that people in Nebraska cannot be trusted with heights. Stay on the first floor. <laughs> yeah, it was like uh, multiple locations where everyone just keeps falling off stuff. Just falling. Just everyone's like... I, I heard Dave say like 18 people fell to their death in this episode. There was a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't recommend it. We're also joined by Dave. Hello, Dave. Hi. And in, in, in the defense of some of these people who fell to death, they were, when they built this Capitol building, they were like, let's build it uh, 12 stories tall, the tower, for whatever reason. <laughs> it's like just an obnoxiously tall tower. It looks cool. But yeah, along with that comes some hazards, I would I would assume. Yeah, so Nebraska, I was trying to find something in Nebraska. I tried looking in Nebraska in the past, but I was looking at smaller towns and I couldn't put enough together for an episode. So I was like, you know what? We haven't hit Nebraska yet. I bet the capital will have at least two or three hauntings. Turns out Lincoln, Nebraska has like 40 different haunted locations. It was crazy. I had to pick I had to pick three of my favorites, which was, wasn't easy to do because a lot of them are really, really cool. And I do actually want to touch on a couple of the other smaller ones that I looked into that I didn't get to mention in the opening. So the other one is, and I know I'm going to get corrected on the pronunciation of this because I don't know how to pronounce it, but it looks like it says Nehart Hall. And this site may hit home for UNL students as this building is still, at least for this year, a student residence center. Constructed in 1932, the building was dedicated to Carrie Bell Raymond as the university's first dormitory. The building was used as an infirmary during the polio outbreak in the later part of the 1930s. Over the past years, stories have been passed down involving a coffin appearing in the hallway basement fully prepared for a funeral, a possessed China doll with red glowing eyes that scratched across a student's floor, and and half of a man seen partly stuck in the courtyard dirt. What the hell's going on over what here? Is, what is going on? In, all right. These people need Time help. Out. Time out. <laughs> no. Send a priest. <laughs> why Why was this not in the episode? This is this is bonkers. Uh, did they, did they check to make sure that the guy who was half stuck in the dirt wasn't just an actual dude who was half stuck in the dirt and really needed his help? They, they probably were afraid he was a zombie climbing out of the dirt. <laughs> That's fair. I would have stayed away. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on here. It says many students and alumni have reported electrical and technological problems, odd noises, and fleeting images of people dressed in old-fashioned clothing. So this place is apparently incredibly haunted. And if we ever do a Nebraska, Lincoln, Nebraska part two, I'll probably look into some of this stuff and find some hauntings 
from the location. There's a haunted China doll and uh, a half a half man. Yep, crawling across the floor. Yeah, that well the the China doll scratched across a student's floor, and then the half Which, man. Um, sorry, was the courtyard. The half man was out in the courtyard. Which location was this? UNL. Yeah. Okay, so there's a uh, also the ghost of Lucy there. Anyone? Do you know anything about Lucy? Oh, tell me about Lucy. Neither do I. But this person says I can confirm Lucy was real when I lived at Pound Hall at UNL. I actually lived in room five hundred five, which is supposedly Lucy's room. We would have electronics turned on and off by themselves. And one time, my roommate woke up to see someone standing over her. At first, she thought it was me until she confronted me, and I honestly told her that I had slept all night. Still gives me the chills. Unfortunately, the dorm no longer exists. So Lucy's ghost, who knows what happens after that, but apparently the dorm is gone. So I don't know if they tore it down or what, but there is a ghost of Lucy. And that's a pretty terrifying one where... They got someone standing over their bed and thought it was their roommate. And she's like, nah, I was asleep all night. All right. Let's, let's play a game as uh, as Dave is muted. What half would be the scariest half to see of a half man? The, <laughs> Sticking the, out the so, ground. <laughs> listen, listen, there, there's, there's a lot of possibilities for this. It could be, there are four possibilities. <laughs> Exactly. There could be it could be waist up. Two of them, to be fair, I had not considered. <laughs> waist up or split in half. That'd be the scariest, right? I think it would actually, right? Just uh how does it walk? How does it move? It, has to well, it wouldn't move, right? It would just be half lodged in the ground. Oh yeah, was yeah. That would be scary. Yeah, I think that's the worst. It would I, be the I, it would be the that, that is the creepiest. As far as optics go, I think. Although, I don't know, a guy sticking half out of the ground. Two legs sticking out of the ground is the funniest, for sure. <laughs> we've, gotten, we've gotten ghosts with no legs before. Have we ever gotten yeah. legs with no top half before? Just ghost legs? I don't think so. Didn't no, we in... So. Um, wasn't the serial killer one something like that? No, that was that was the top half, but no legs. Oh, top half, no legs. Okay. Yeah, because it's oh, the right Sophie's right. She said the back half. <laughs> it also could have been face down. <laughs> Like a speed bump <laughs> out in the courtyard. <laughs> we don't make the rules. Could be anything. Uh, the, the ghost derriere just sticking out of the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Uh, before we go too far, I do want to thank Anthony Springman throwing $5 in Super Chat and Papa Squatch gifting 10 Hometown Ghost Stories memberships to YouTube. So thank you so much. And everybody who got their membership, enjoy your emotes and your little ghost icon thing. Yes. There's so many different color ghosts now. I have the green one. I'm excited about it. Absolutely. Um, Let's head on some of these other little locations that we wanted to talk about that I didn't talk about earlier. Jesse, you had had mentioned one, didn't you? I did, yeah. So there are uh, the caves, which I'm going to pull up more information when I don't have a dog on me. And then there are multiple haunted parks in Lincoln. I was watching a a pretty unique tour. This guy, I found him on YouTube, and he was doing a – I don't know if either of you guys watch this in your research, but he was doing a tour of haunted places around Lincoln and he was doing it on his motorcycle. And he must've had like a full face helmet with the uh, microphone inside or whatever. And he was, it was actually like, at first I was like, what is this? But then I was like, actually this is kind of cool. Cause he was able to, cause he was on a motorcycle was able to visit all of the haunted locations within like a 10 minute video. So it was pretty cool. But he took, he went to several of the parks, a few haunted houses 
I actually okay. started. I actually started watching that one. And I got like a minute in, and I was like, "What are you doing?" And shut it off. <laughs> what I is? I didn't that? hate it. I didn't hate it at first. I was like, "This is dumb," but I can't. I couldn't really find much on on Lincoln. Should um, we do a full episode like that? All three of us just driving on motorcycles, doing a YouTube live. That'd be. I awesome. don't think any of us have motorcycles. Not yet. No, none of us do. But if people like Nick keep gifting us nine ninety nine and super chats. True. Mm-hmm. And we too can own motorcycles very soon. Yes. Start the uh, HTGS MC. Yes. Yes. Like Plymouth that. Rock original. Oh my God. Wow. We have Plymouth Rock rockers. It's perfect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have you guys seen, I think it got shared in our discord, the, the video cut up of, of uh, Joe Pesci going to Plymouth Rock. And he goes, what is this piece of shit? <laughs> <laughs> I did see that. Yeah. So good. Oh, that's amazing. So good. Yes. So uh, Jesse doesn't want to talk about the cave as much as he said he did. So I guess we could just jump into the state capitol building and talk about. Well, oh, let's let's be careful jumping at the state capitol. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't, <laughs> do not jump. Let's be. State, unless you are. Let's choose our words wisely here. Unless you are firmly grounded on the first floor then I, I would definitely would advise against jumping because it hasn't gone so well for people in the past. It has but. not. Wait, I'm, I'm sorry. We, we can jump into the cave. I wasn't trying to avoid it. I was just, as, as people on YouTube probably saw, I just have a dog climbing all over me. So I have, uh, I have discarded dog and we're ready to jump into it. So the cave is called the robber's cave. So it's yes. in Southwest Lincoln near the intersection of 10th and high streets. It was called Pahook. Pronounce that wrong. Probably. Pahook. It's called Fuck Bluff by the uh, Pawnee <laughs> Indians who came here to contact Tarawa, the god of all things. So I'm so excited me. you're going to get all the hate this week. Yep, yep. Going to mispronounce all of this. There's your disclaimer. Spoiler alert. Uh, the cave was later a stop on the Underground Railroad in an 1876, a hideout for Jesse James. Hey, a little callback hey. to good old Jesse James. Later, because of its proximity to the state penitentiary and the mental institution, reports tell of many convicts and patients who ended up here through the tunnels from their respective buildings. Some died in the tunnels, and all of these stories led to the rumors that the cave is now haunted. Witnesses say you can hear Native American chants and drums, as well as screams, cries, laughter, and voices. The cave has now been sealed, and a subway restaurant is reported to sit atop the original entrance. So potential haunted subway. I would love to get into that cave, but it sounds like they sealed it off. That Did they mention a brewery? I heard there's a brewery there now. I have heard that as well. It doesn't say anything in this article, which just to source it was from NebraskaHauntedHouses.com. The, the Blue Blood Brewing Company? Is that mm. the one you're, you're referring to? Say that one 10 times real fast. It is the hardest name to say of all time. Not even fast, just slow. Blue Blood Brewing Company. You just mm. nailed it. Yeah, you made it sound yeah. so easy. Oh, that's all, you, all you had to do was practice it four times. That's because I'm a professional. I do this for a living, kind of. You do. Well, sort of. So I have a quick write-up on it. It's going to say a lot of the same stuff that Jesse just said. but Oh, used... Anthony says, a, I'm sorry. Okay, never mind. I'll just want to talk. Go ahead. I'm just going to my chat. Anthony is the expert on this place. So I'm <laughs> referring to Anthony to all things. He says, cave was opened and a brewery went in. So that must be Blue Bear uh, Brewing. Guess, guess I don't need to read this thing anymore because Jesse jumped in. He took over. Do it anyways. Used during the 1800s as a hideout for outlaws and smugglers. Robber's Cave in Lincoln, Nebraska, is said to be haunted by the spirits of former Native American tribesmen and women who once used the cave as a site of worship. Robber's Cave is located beneath the Blue Blood Brewing Company on Robber's Cave Road and spans over 5,000 square feet underground. 
So that is that's a big brewery. Big, Apparently, it closed, old, which is yep. bad. Yeah, it well, it was probably too far underground. That's and probably you can't have a subway by it. Subway is. The, if you ever want to sponsor us, I'll change my tune. But Subway's the worst. Subway is my least favorite of all of the, the fast food sub places. It is so bad. Who goes to Subway? The worst. Yep, not a fan. I remember it's the first time. Vomit. The first time I ever went there, I was like, "I'll get a steak and cheese." It's usually like my go-to at a sub shop. Oh no! And they might they microwaved it. I was like, <laughs> "I don't want this." <laughs> oh. Ridiculous! It is it is crazy. At least throw that thing in an air fryer or something. Yeah, okay. seriously. If you like to chew on rubber, Subway's the way to go. Absolutely. Mm. And then the, then they have the the audacity for their slogan to be "Eat fresh." Right. I watched you microwave my steak. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's too bad that that brewery closed. That did sound like a cool place to go visit, especially if it's in a haunted cave. But again, I, I feel like opening a business in a cave, this is probably not the best business model. It does sound cool, but it's like no one's going to be like strolling by the cave. <laughs> be like, oh, wow, a brewery. Like you're not going to get much foot traffic. It's going to be all word of mouth, right? But I don't know. I haven't been there, so I don't know what the actual entrance looks like or where it's actually located. It's also in Nebraska, Jesse. No, we've established nobody's in Nebraska. This is a capital city, so there's got to be at least a few dozen people there. I, I would assume. I I'm gonna I'm gonna doubt it until Tiny, I see it. Tiny says I prefer Subway to McDonald's. I don't even. Tiny. Those are those are the two places that I like. I, I re- pretty much refuse to eat at for for fast food, like Wendy's, Taco Bell. Those are my mm. go-to. I know what the Discord arguments are going to be this week. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Drop it in chat. What's your favorite? What's your favorite fast food place, and which ones do you refuse to go to? Velcro fish sticks dropping five gifted hometown ghost stories memberships. Thank you, Velcro. You're an absolute legend, and we appreciate that. Love it. Well, now I know what uh, list we can do in our next Discord. Uh, uh, yes. mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, food yeah, next week will be next Tuesday. It will be next Tuesday. Yeah. Sign up on Patreon if you'd like to be a part of that. Anyways, the the state what capital. What voice you were just using? I don't know. Sometimes it sounded like a mean girl. <laughs> I, I've never been accused of being a mean girl. Sign up on Tuesday. As well, you just did. It was it was very mean girls. It was my promotional voice. Dave uh, is very sassy when he does promotions. do live reads. <laughs> this is why we don't get live reads. They're like, oh, we can't we can't have sassy Dave. Sassy Dave's gonna do a live read for us. <laughs> Shut it off now. <laughs> Hello, Fresh. All right. <laughs> State Cal- you're, you're watching too much Kill Tony. That's what it is. You're doing a Kill Tony ad right now. It's perfect. Anyways, moving uh, on. Yes. State Capitol building is pretty haunted, they say. It was built on lands that was believed to be holy by Native Americans. So I don't think it was actually Native American burial grand, burial land, burial ground land, but it was, they had, it was an area that they had considered to be sacred. So a lot of people believe that's where you get some of the hauntings. And it's where you believe, obviously, where you, where they believe you get the ghost of the Native American spirit in the basement that was, uh, we'll say, confirmed by a psychic medium. And they also believe that it could have been the cause, if because if you figure this will be a pretty large desecration of that sacred land, that that might be the cause for some of the deaths that happened there also will be a negative energy, which 
could be the reason we get so many falling deaths there. It's just such a consistency there with the falling deaths. It seems kind of odd. So it's a possible, a possible reason for all of that to happen. But I found that video of the walkthrough of this and this building is remarkable. Yeah. It's really cool looking. Yeah, absolutely amazing with the marble and the just the overall architecture in the building is, is pretty breathtaking. If you haven't seen this building and you're listening and not watching, you could check out our YouTube channel. Come check yeah. us out on YouTube. Come check us out on YouTube. <laughs> but you have the entity of the female worker and she appears on the stairs. You also have the visitor uh, or the light bulb changer. So the guy who was up changing the light bulb. And these were, I thought an interesting, an interesting detail was these are a lot of these people who died here that were working on it were actually prisoners. And at the time mm -hmm. they used to do a lot of contracting with the local prisons. And it wasn't like the state saying you build our building. You, you know, you're a prisoner of the state. You come build our building for us. It was actually private companies that would hire the prisoners for insanely cheap labor. This was legal at the time. Yeah, and they basically Brushy Mountain had the same kind of situation going on, but it was much more brutal because it was all the, like the mining work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, this was like a 112 foot tower. So I think that's also pretty, pretty brutal to force people to do for essentially no wages and they would fall off. One of them was hanging Christmas lights, which is really, it seems like, like don't hang Christmas lights on your 112 foot tower. That doesn't seem worth the risk. Wow. Imagine if one of a lot of Grinch. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Merry Christmas to the ground. Um, <laughs> oh, no. So that's where you get. So the, the weird haunting tied to that is people will be walking up the stairs and they'll get that dark shadowy mass that just falls from the top to the bottom and then disappears before it hits the ground, which is wild. Mm. What else could that be? Like, what could that even be if not a an apparition of some sort yeah i've heard that there's also like this the sound of of like bodies hitting the ground over there and people look around and they just don't see anyone but they hear like the thuds it sounds like someone falling but there isn't that's so weird. it might be like a residual thing going on there so kind of a different haunting right so people also claim in addition to these apparitions and sightings they claim to hear sounds of distress now mainly this is people reporting the sound of screaming and crying. One uh, I found unsettling detail was the the sound of a man screaming from inside the walls of the elevator. Inside the walls of the elevator? Yeah, well, they're in the elevator and they hear it coming yeah. from the walls as they go up. So I guess it could be somebody on the other side of the walls, but I think on the other side of the walls is just tower. So I don't no. know. Yeah, weird very unsettling so voices coming from unseen presences footfalls on the steps when no one alive is present and people sense that they are being watched and have felt unseen presences keeping them company and then you get this, the spirit of the native american in the basement so this place pretty haunted and the hauntings sound pretty consistent with the deaths that happened in there absolutely yeah it all seems to add up the way that these hauntings are happening, it kind of reminds me of some of the hauntings at the Eiffel Tower, where you have so many people that have com committed suicide there by jumping off, either accidental or uh, on purpose. And 
And the, the, a lot of the hauntings are the same. They see a, a ghost falling down and then disappearing before it hits the ground or you're hearing the sounds of people falling, screaming. It's a pretty terrifying haunting experience. Not your run-of-the-mill haunts either. So I like to get ones like that where it's kind of different types of hauntings. Yeah, and I, I, I agree probably not run-of-the-mill, but I, like you said, you see a lot of these in these cases where you have people falling, that that's kind of the haunting that people see. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Those are like the manifestations that people and you do wonder if some of that is people seeing not necessarily what they want to see but what they're expecting to see if if you have a location that's alleged to be haunted and the haunting is of a ghost of a person who fell to their death you know maybe that's people kind of seeing what they want to see but again if you get multiple people saying that they see reports of like a dark mass falling from the top to the bottom that's uh like i said earlier i, I don't know what else that could be I don't know. It's got to be the haunting, right? Yep. We'll call that a haunting. And that is confirmed by hometown ghost stories. You heard it here. The next location. Should we, should we get like a stamp of approval to put on the screen? I think we should. That HTGS logo is like just perfect for a stamp. Yeah. And, you know, since we'll we stamp it on and it'll just say underneath like we think it's probably ghost. <laughs> probably <laughs> might be a ghost. Probably ghost. <laughs> we think. Yeah. deal with it exactly so the second location that i covered was the uh the cc white building and that was haunted by the ghost of clara mills this is probably the most famous haunting in lincoln nebraska it's the one that people still talk about and that ghost story is pretty much verbatim with the ghost the legend of that that building and it was the the secretary who worked for the doctor who was a professor at that that music school there. And he sent her to basically go find a guest lecturer who had wandered off, which is a weird detail. Like the guy just got lost or something. So she went to go find him and ends up in this classroom and sees this apparition of a woman standing there. And this isn't the weird part for me. I mean, it is weird because it's, it's a ghost. She, she feels the presence of a man next to her at the desk. But when she turns to look at him, there's nobody there. And as she looks in that direction, there's an open window. And number one, it was a cold day. There was no reason for the windows to be open. And number two, when she looks out that window, she sees it's sort of like a time slip, which I don't think is a real thing. I think that's just like fantasy. But she basically, she looked out the window and where there should have been like streets and buildings and people, there was nothing. It was old, just, just landscape as if, as it would have been a hundred years prior before they had built anything there. And that is super strange. Strange. This is one that was covered on the random motorcycle tour. And yeah, they said it was basically like she tied just temporarily time traveled. Very strange, a time slip, if you will. And what a unique thing to happen. Yeah, that's that's another one that you don't really hear about. We always hear you see the lady in white. This wasn't necessarily, I mean, it kind of was a lady in white. She was wearing a white blouse. So that's more of your traditional haunting, but then to have that detail about a potential time slip. Now, what I don't know is and maybe 
people who do know the area in the chat can fill us in on this is I don't know exactly what it looks like around that building or if the building's even still there, but is it possible that she, while seeing a ghost got disoriented and looked out a different window and saw a different area that was just landscape where she thought she was looking out maybe the front window where there would have been a street and other buildings. Mm. Maybe that was possible. That's what I thought. But if it's, if this is a place that's now like completely into city, so completely surrounded by other buildings, which I think is more likely the case, that would be hard to explain away. Well, either way, I think that doing like maybe a side content episode on time slips, because it's not a common thing that we've heard of, but I have seen it like here and there when researching stories. So just kind of seeing what the consistency is for that, because it's not something I've dove into quite frequently. You know what I mean? Like I haven't really yeah. like researched the topic. So yeah, you know, me neither. Just to bring up another location. Um, well, hang on. Good. Before we do before we go off the time slip thing. I wasn't. Oh, okay. Oh, I was sorry. gonna say the the only other place I can remember that we had a time slip situation was at the Emily Morgan Hotel. If you remember, if you got off, I can't remember which oh, floor it was. Right. Mm. It was one haunting that they had said seventh, that basically. seventh floor. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of took you back in time. So that's that, that's the only one. Uh, that's the only other one that I could think of where we dealt with a time slip potential. potential I guess technically, if you think about it, seeing any ghost of somebody from the past going through a residual motion would kind of be like a time slip, right? You're watching that person repeat something that they did, like an imprint, right? That would technically be a time slip. Not like a time slip where you're in the area, but right. a time slip where you're seeing something that was from the past. I can see that, but I, I yeah. I, I think of more when I think of time slip, it's almost like temporary time travel or something like that, but. Right. And then, so so she she sees the ghost, she sees the the weird landscape that doesn't make sense. And then she, is scared and she runs back to the professor to tell him what happened and he he apparently took her story very seriously and researched it and went to one of his friends who was familiar with the history and they found out that it was it sounded like a, this woman who was named claire mills and the odd thing i found about her death was that they found her dead in the classroom from what they called what they said was a heart attack and the people who found her said that she they believed that she died of fright so you you'd ask what did she see that scared her so much was there some sort of is there something is there some sort of weird portal there a weird something going on there where you're getting time slips did she experience some sort of time slip or who was the male spirit presence that she felt and was there something there before the ghost of clara mills that caused her to be scared to death it's and where a, did this guy wander off to? Did we ever find this guy that went wandering off? Find the guest lecturer. Was he the, <laughs> was, was he the male presence that was sitting in the room? It's <laughs> a great like, question. You know, we need we need clarification on that. As a frequent person who wanders off in uh, situations, I would like to make sure that he was okay. Anthony says that building has been bulldozed years ago, and they still see Claire Mills' ghost on campus. Oh wow. So the, nice. the building isn't there. That's why I couldn't find any pictures of it. That's why. Mm. I'll show you this real quick. Just a little preview of our stamp. <laughs> <laughs> We're using this. We'll make a cool animation. A boom stamp when we decide that something is haunted. Haunted. Probably ghosts or something. <laughs> <laughs> the official stamp of approval. Yes. I like it. Good job on that. 
It All does right. conflict with our it does we don't make the rules though. So we're gonna be battling that internally. Mm. I agree. Demon King dropping six dollars and sixty-six cents most appropriately in super chat. Thank you so much, Demon King. Always been a legend, always will be. And we thank you. Andrew says, thank you for the clarification. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yes, indeed. So that was the CC White Building, which was a pretty cool ghost story, in my opinion. And the third final location that we covered was the Temple Theater. So this one was the, the thing that caught my attention with this story was that weird dolls in the attic. Yeah. Thing. How, how could was, it not catch your attention? I thought that was pretty unique. That's why I ended up using it as my intro story because it's one of those ones. It's so hard to write these intro stories and find like new, you know, without telling the same story over and over again. So anytime I see something Shh. different like that, <laughs> give like, this is it. <laughs> and uh, that was pretty creepy. So basically it was in the 1980s and this uh, production team was doing this production for a play that needed a, doll it called for a doll that was just all stitched together from different doll parts so they had to literally go do that so they made a mess in the attic doll body parts all over the place which side note was really difficult for me to put the prompts in for the ai generated images because <laughs> like it doesn't like to do violent things so i'm like how do i nicely say body parts all over the floor <laughs> <laughs> it was difficult just say please please yeah exactly so they left and they brought the doll down. Then when they went back to clean it up later, nobody had been up there, but the, all the doll parts had been like rearranged into little piles for each doll, which is super weird. And they believe that was the ghost of this little girl who they believe haunts the attic, but they don't have any idea why she haunts the attic. Mm. And I, I don't know either. So this building is... Well, it, it is a theater. So it is a theater. could be memories of going there as a child it could be something that happened on the property before it was a theater and then became a mm -hmm. theater so there's multiple ways to go with that right right exactly i think my favorite ghost however in this is the ghost of dallas williams who was he was a guy who worked there he was a theater i forget his title he was, like, he was like a chairman over there, which is ironic because he used to basically punctuate his his lessons by throwing chairs around. <laughs> so he took, he, took, he took the title chairman way too seriously. He didn't actually do anything. <laughs> like you're the chairman. He's like, I got to step it up. All right. You asked for it. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew P. dropping $6.67 in Super Chat says, I am one cent better. Exactly. Thank you, Andrew P. You're Thank a, you. You, sir, are a legend. Yes. But I think it's funny that his uh, Dallas's ghost now in the afterlife is still throwing chairs around the theater. So that's definitely my favorite haunting of the night is the chair ghost. That's a concerning amount of power if a ghost is throwing chairs, though. Right. I agree. They believe that it's his ghost doing that because basically what happens is they will hear a crash in the next room and they will go over and there will just be a chair that had out of place that have obviously got tossed across the room. Nobody knows why no one's in the room. So they assume it's the ghost of Dallas Williams throwing chairs around in the afterlife. That's insane. It Cause is. you gotta think right, like for footsteps to be heard for something to get moved a little bit. That's that you assume that's a ghost that has to gather a ton of energy to 
manifest that kind of a haunt and for for a chair to get thrown that's that's some high level stuff could be poltergeist like activity that is concerning actually because it, could hit well, some if you guys came back and were able to toss around objects and you could only pick one object what would it be oh if i were to i guess it would depend on where i'm haunting right yeah well you could you could pick your location based on your haunting I could pick my location. I would want to haunt a hospital and throw around surgical equipment. Oh, during surgery, you're a Absolutely. monster. Absolutely. <laughs> I got to think more about this. Mm. I don't know. Well, I would something with ghost worms. Probably haunt a backyard and just throw ghost worms around. There you go. <laughs> what about you, Rob? Uh. What do you mean? Uh, this is your question. How did you not have one lined up? I because I was chamber? asking you guys. I wasn't supposed to come back to me, but I guess an orphanage and just throw orphans around. All right, cool. <laughs> Perfect. But I'm a monster. <laughs> <laughs> Nick donating nine dollars and ninety nine cents in super chat, which we will be donating to our local orphanage. Rob just no, Rob, Rob, <laughs> Rob will not go hand it off in person. We'll send it. It's fine. Thank you so much. Uh, thanks, Rob, again, over here. Stop stepping on my joke. <laughs> Rob over here projecting him not having a family. Wants to go throw <laughs> orphans around. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. Anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, what else was at this location that I wanted to talk about? Did oh, somebody else is, fall from here? Yeah, too? another location where people are just falling to their death. And it was a, it was a production worker a, a, on the production crew. And he was basically up in the rafters. And he fell to his death from the rafters. It's like 60% of the Nebraska population has fallen to their death. Mm. It's like 60% of haunted theaters is because someone falls from the rafters. Be careful up there. Theater employees. Well, it's falling from the rafters or fire at theaters, right? right. Those are like the two things oh, that yeah. happen though. Exactly. So, yeah. The fires, those stop talking scary. about theater fires. We're going to get set back on TikTok another year I know. and a half. I know. <laughs> Um, got us uh, shadow banned on TikTok by talking about the Iroquois theater. Oh God, I did it again. Uh, oh, this is one I wanted to talk about that I didn't talk about in the opening video. So there was one person who was a performer and he was basically, he was using the stage for practice off hours and he was practicing tap dancing. And while he was doing his tap dancing routine, he heard somebody clapping and he turned around to go look and see who was clapping. It was just like, he said it was a, a slow, almost sarcastic, almost like a golf clap like a oh no <laughs> and he turns and there's no one there what are you laughing imagine at? getting sarcastically taunted by the ghost oh i know <laughs> oh, great job buddy you're doing a good tap dance <laughs> that sounds funny but the but what i heard when i what i pictured when i heard this was that conjuring movie the oh. uh hide and clap the slow clap from oh that. yeah so that's a lot so you're you're over there dancing right doing your tap dance routine and you hear like a slow clap and you turn and nobody's there. And he's like, well, that was weird. So he continues on with his, his dance routine and it another, again, just starts slow clapping. And again, he turns and nobody's there and he got real freaked out and he ran away. You just maybe quit he, at maybe that he point, tapped right? away. I know, seriously. You just never <laughs> tap dance again. While I initially laugh at that and think that it's like a sarcastic clap, like this guy really is not, um, he is not impressed by your dancing. A slow clap in a room by yourself also like begs attention, right? Like where it's, like if you were to slow clap for someone 
well, you're catching them off guard. You're waiting to be addressed. Like it's it's kind of a creepy like invitation to have a conversation with with this ghost. It's actually relatively creepy. Mm, it is. Mm. Very creepy. Matthew T dropping twenty dollars in super chat says, "Mean girl Dave hates Christmas lights but loves Subway." Hashtag eat fresh. Did Subway put you up to this? God. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Appreciate that. So I found Wait. another haunted location here. Do or do you want to stay on the theater for a bit? Nope. I was just about to say I'm done with the theater. So have you heard about the Tabitha Healthcare Services and Assisted Living Facility? How much no. do they pay you? <laughs> not, <laughs> I, not I wonder <laughs> if they could have gone like a little more detail into that name. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> just no, no need to be so concise. You <laughs> could <laughs> list all of your employees in the business. <laughs> uh, yeah, it could, or it could have been Tabitha Healthcare Services and Assisted Living Facility, where all patients have to wake up at 6 a.m. and go to bed at 8 p.m. and dinner is served at oh, at 9 p.m. How about that? Wait, they got to go to bed at 8 p.m. and then their dinner's at 9 p.m. This is <laughs> yeah, it's cool a conundrum. Place. It's a That's conundrum. What? You get you to smell the dinner. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. Formerly used as an orphanage, employees at Tabitha Healthcare Services in Lincoln, Nebraska, report hearing the disembodied sounds of children running and playing. Other reports experience a variety of unexplained paranormal phenomena, such as hidden, such as sudden cold spots and drops in temperature, or feeling the presence of an unseen entity. I do have to wonder: Was it haunted when it was an orphanage, and did they shut down because there was a ghost, kind of like Rob's ghost, that just showed up and started throwing orphans around? That's why they went yeah. out of business. Yeah. <laughs> time slip. I slipped yeah, back in time. That got, got going early. I heard they were all going to work at Subway as a, as adults. <laughs> Tying this whole episode together. Look at that. And and I pulled the Jesse and threw my arm out or something today, and I just went to do a circle motion. Not what you guys are thinking if you're not watching, but it, it my arm hurts is where I'm going with that. Through maybe that guy, there. maybe that guy in the theater rafters had a time slip and that's why he fell. Oh, God damn it, Dave. Yeah, that'll do it for today. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that wasn't a great joke. We aren't, we, we don't aren't, tell great jokes on hometown ghost stories. That's true. Yeah, we tell bad jokes. <laughs> That is quite fair. Uh, is there anything else you guys wanted to hit on in Nebraska here? No, I think that uh, there's enough here for a, I never would have thought it, but a, a part two, there's like 10 other, at least 10 other locations, haunted locations that I didn't cover. Yeah. So. Like I mentioned, there are several haunted parks with a lot of ghost stories. Mm -hmm. So we could hop into those. And then there's a bunch of uh, houses in different locations that we could get into for part two of Nebraska, which I think we will do. Nice. Sounds good. Uh, I have some five star reviews from Spotify this week. Ooh. If you guys want those, we do. All right. So the first one is from Lisa Tracy. It says, Hey guys, I'm from the UK and love listening to you all. Love the episodes and banter between you guys. And Cassidy gave us five stars, um, saying that she likes the horror movie reviews, basically. So that is our two five star reviews from there. The tricky thing with Spotify that we have to differentiate is we also allow people on Spotify to give their own five-star ratings of movies. Yes. But we're just going to pretend that they're all five-star ratings of our podcast and read them anyways. But yeah, also well, let you know, let, let us know what you think of that. Chicago says I left a five-star on Amazon. I don't know how to find those. So whatever you left there, send it over on Discord and we'll, we'll check that out. And thank you. And continue to leave us five-star on Amazon 
but we don't know much about it. This one just came in. I don't know what it's going to say, but it, hopefully it's good. It says, this is from Holly. It says, I'm listening to your podcast now on my phone. I'm on episode 18. Just started. My friend, Angelica, send me your podcast. Cuevas. Cuevas. Uh, five stars. You guys have the best voices for podcasting. It's like soothing. Wow. Thank you. Hell Very yeah. good. And we do have one five star from iTunes this week from Saffron Twist Knuckles titled best podcast oh my god this is the best podcast i've ever heard jesse and dave are unbelievable my favorite is probably jesse and dave is probably my second favorite but also my first when it's a dave episode <laughs> dave's voice is angelic and jesse oh, can yeah. describe how a nuclear reactor functions like smooth jazz Ooh. or like scat but in the form of a man and has words <laughs> and then this is where it gets interesting jesse's episode about his house in bridgewater is so terrifying but i couldn't stop listening mm -hmm. 10 out of 10 <laughs> i can't find i can't wait to finally tune in live for jesse and dave go fuck yourself it <laughs> <laughs> is everything they could to not Rob at all in that episode that is perfect that's probably rob's one family member he forgot about <laughs> and just so bitter that we always say he has no family <laughs> uh unsurprising i hate rob says i love this review <laughs> <laughs> perfect very good and I uh, will thank our patrons real quick. I mean, I got a little glimpse of some of the names that we, because we put them on screen as we do. And obviously people update them throughout. And you guys are wild. That's all I have to say. You guys are wild right. with the with these Patreon names. Oh, man. That's my favorite part oh. of the show. In the meantime, let's thank our VIPs. We have Allison V. We have Blazora. We have Captain Kitty Tibbles has 10 toes on one foot. We have Dakota G, Donnie N. We have Glitter Tees, Cammy from Washington, Jeannie R, Jennifer P, Joseph S, Lisa J, Mallory K. We have Mom and Pops W, Wilkins. We have Nick. Who I, I, it could be any Nick, but Nick has donated quite a few uh, times in Super Chat today. So thank you to everybody that did that. And speak of the devil, here comes Anthony with another $5 in Super Chat says, uh, thank you so much for spotlighting Lincoln. The country club area is pretty haunted because of the butchery of Charles Starkweather. Cheers. Thank you so much. We'll definitely look into that. Uh, other VIPs, we have Robert H. We have Demon King, and we have Inspires Gaming. Thank you guys so much for being VIPs. For the Warrens Wards, we have allegedly Mike Blake. We have Kath Q. We have Chris Connolly, LBPS founder, next HTGS guest. We have DC. We have Don't Look at Me, Orphans. <laughs> <laughs> Not the orphans. Um, we have Eileen, Eileen Cursed, Mumu Wearing, Happy Housewife Doll. Eileen, <laughs> God, we got to put a pin in on Eileen. I say this every week. We, Eileen's probably sold by now to one of our listeners. We have Elizabeth Young. We have Eugene M. We have Geography is Hard. We have Lily. We have I Hate Rob. We have Jake V. We have Janice G. We have Mar Fire. We have Papa Squatch. We have Rachel B. We have Rob Loves Subway and the Blue Blood Brewery. Look at that. I said it right. Sorry. We have Sarah Cook. We have Siobhan Not Sharon. We have Steph A, Evil Queen of the Church of the Stephanies. Stitch Kitten, the other Rachel B. We have Wahine Wahini. Okay, they corrected the spelling for us. It's Wahini Pirate. They uh, corrected the pronunciation. They uh, yes, yeah, the spelling probably correct. Wahini Pirate. We have nine portals and Rob's nipple nibbles. <laughs> Al Capone, Alicia Espinosa. We have Anthony. Rob is old as hell. T. 
We have a $19.99 donation to Super Chat from Nick. Thank you so much. We have Arcade Hunters. We have uh, sorry, we have Brandon W. We have Colby's other patrons get very confused by our random inside joke names. We have Crystal <laughs> Quinn. We have Dave probably would not be able to fall over that railing. <laughs> <laughs> we have Friend with a Dead Owl unasked for. We have Ghost Stories of the Paranormal podcast. We have Hooper the Hellhound. Hooska. Hooska. Huggy Bear. Joe R. Julie S. Kelly C. Kiralee J. We have Let's All Take Some Nightmare Juice. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Joke, love that. We have Marie R. We have Mark Twain in the Haunted Grape. We have McTibbles licking Rob's inflatable girlfriend. <laughs> we have Megan S. We have Mita H. Morgan S. We have Mariah M. Paul from St. Louis. Pork. We have Pork. Rob Hates Peasants and Orphans. <laughs> we have Sam from Nepal. We have Sassy Dave eating a fresh mean sub over a railing. <laughs> <laughs> We have Sharon B. We have Solar Flare. We have Soph. We have the majestic dual crowns of Dick King. We have Thick Boy <laughs> This is so good. We have Thick Boy Freddy's allegedly poorly yeeted orphans. <laughs> <laughs> we have Wayne Christie and we have Fujiwata. Bang Bang loves Captain Tibbles, who is still subscribed for free. Thank you so much to everyone who has subscribed for money on Patreon and Fujiwata for figuring out a, a loophole. loophole. <laughs> yeah, a, a time slip. It's a time slip. A time slip. That's what it is. Back to a time when Patreon cost the money, I guess. But hey, thank you guys so much. It's the best way to support the show. Other way is leave us a five star on Apple Podcasts, and we will read your five star review out on the show. You can also drop it on Spotify or apparently uh, Amazon or whatever the other one was. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much for all the donations. Once again, shout out to Anthony, Papa Squatch, Nick, Velcro Fistics, Demon King, Andrew P, uh, Nick again, Matthew T, Anthony again, and then Nick again. Everybody who donated today, that is awesome. And uh, we thank you so much for that. I think that will pretty much wrap it up. What do we got going on for Friday there, Dave? Friday, we have a cursed possession episode it is a very weird one from kentucky from the 1930s you're not gonna want to miss it awesome sounds good and then uh yeah we'll be back tuesday for another live episode 105 episodes in god damn so we're so right along right we are yeah. well, thank you guys for joining us and we'll see you next time peace